sorry for your loss. I am so sorry for your loss. I am sorry for your loss. No matter how often we say it or how many times we practice saying those words in front of a mirror, they never lose their sentiments. In a year where I've had to say those words to people close to me, it hasn't gotten easier. I never seemed to know how a person would respond to it, mainly because I always feel out of place when I say it. To be honest, I don't think I've ever said it and meant it. Not to say I was gloating while they were miserable. No, the truth is, I have never lost someone close, so there is always a disconnect when I say, I'm sorry for your loss. Previously on Fill My Cup, we journeyed to America recounting my pre-adolescent years through my mother's eyes, and through that journey, I learned a thing or two about humble beginnings, perseverance, strength, and how to fully furnish a living room on a budget. On today's episode, we fill our cups with something we all face at some point in our life, whether we plan it or not, and oftentimes, it is something few of us can come back from. As usual, I am your host, Yinka, and this is Fill My Cup with Grief. Grief has a way of robbing you of time, especially when it hits home. My grandparents died when I was young and too immature to understand what death actually means. So I've only ever experienced loss through my mother's eyes. My grandmother was sick. She'd been in and out of the hospital so much she practically lived there. But she was also a woman who couldn't speak English well enough. So doctors often overlooked her and sent her home. They'd prescribe one medicine after another, yet nothing worked. One day, after spending the night at the hospital, my mom made her way home for a change of clothes. She never made it past the living room. The moment she got that call, she broke down immediately. It was as if life itself had stopped for a second. She had just lost her mother. No one is ever prepared for death. Even when you know they're sick and there is a slim chance of them actually surviving, as humans, we hold on to this unrealistic notion that believes they'll be just fine. She cried for days on end. In the mornings, she cried. In the afternoons, she cried. At night, before bed, she'd cry herself to sleep. For weeks, she was inconsolable. Grief can be tricky like that. I suppose that is why it has five stages. First comes denial. As she stared at her mother's lifeless body while the doctor called time of death, she fully believed her mother would wake up, though she never did. Then comes anger. According to her, she was angry at God, because surely miracles happen, so why did a miracle not happen? After anger comes bargaining. As usual, she begged the universe that if her mother came back, she'd be a better daughter, a better friend, she'd even go to church more often. Once the anger phases out, then comes depression. Did I already mention she was inconsolable? I mean, I'd seen my mom cry multiple times. I'd seen her cry over my dad. I'd seen her cry over a miscarriage. I'd even seen her cry when she watched a movie that pulled at her heartstrings. But I'd never seen her cry like this. The thing about acceptance is, it only works when you finally let go. Come into terms with the simple truth that life is short and things happen for a reason. Do you miss her? I asked. Of course. Sometimes I dream about her. I feel like she's here even though I know she's not. I know I'm very lucky to have both my parents here with me. And I also know my strengths and weaknesses. In fact, I know my strengths and weaknesses so much so that I know if I lost either of them, I would be a complete wreck. So for everyone who's lost someone last year, 
the year before that, or this year, I am sorry for your loss. And I truly hope that someday you find yourself on the tail end of a funny thing known as grief. Because sometimes we don't go through those phases accordingly. And sometimes we get stuck in a phase we can never seem to move past. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Fill My Cup. This is Fill My Cup with Grief. Grief can often feel like a wet blanket suffocating you. And I don't know much about it, but I know this much. It does get better. If you've made it this far, thank you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. Now, you don't have to leave. But before you go, please don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can subscribe on Google Podcast, iTunes Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Tell your friends and family about it. And also follow us on Instagram at fillmycuppod. You can also email us at fillmycuppod at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Once again, I am your host and you're listening to Fill My Cup, the podcast.